Welcome to HyperTalks. Um, today we're going to have a team episode uh, with about our learnings. We're going to go into reflections a bit, something we do here at Hyper Island. It's, I think, personally, I believe that it's uh, definitely something everybody should be doing because uh, we're going to be reflecting on what we've been learning. I'm Chris. With me, I got these lovely ladies from HyperTalks as well. I got <laughs> Emma. Hi. And Kara. Hi. And Nura. So let's start off with the check-in question. What did you guys eat for breakfast and what were you missing out? I didn't eat breakfast yet because it's quite early in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I would eat breakfast after this. I second that. I haven't had breakfast either. I had some water. Yeah. So you guys are missing out on a lot. Yeah. So we're missing (laughs) out on everything. (laughs) (laughs) We should have breakfast after this. Yeah, I had a sandwich from the lovely store Hemshop. <laughs> and I missed out on like a freshly squeezed orange juice. Oh. If I would have my my dream breakfast, it would be like the full on like brunch breakfast with like scrambled mm. eggs and mm. beans and like English breakfast. Oh, so mm. good. <laughs> and you, Chris? Um, I have my bulletproof coffee as it's called. Um, it's a butter coffee. Um, if you want to know more about it, I guess you have to check it out. But it's, uh, it's a, a good butter coffee. It's a butter coffee. It kickstarts your morning really good. Caffeine and butter is wow. Great. But it sounds disgusting. Uh, unsalted butter, <laughs> grass-fed <laughs> butter. Uh, it's actually really good. In the coffee. In the coffee. You put it in a mixer. Okay. It's a great. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I'll test that. Yeah. You don't need anything else then for breakfast. Uh, it's really filling. <laughs> okay. Perfect. No <laughs> shit. But I do miss like a good hearty breakfast as well mm. with like bacon like really good mm. bacon and eggs yeah. so nice mm. check in check in check in yeah so digging into a bit like reflections i guess uh, reflections can go really deep mm. we, we can oh this is <laughs> but no. we we can go do like we can start like just if we're going to review what what kind of modules have uh, us at digital business been doing mm but maybe for the <clears throat> listeners as well, explain the well of knowledge. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. So that we have, yeah. like, the reflection goes in four steps, right? So you start pretty... So that we did. Like, yeah. First, we started off doing this. And then maybe as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in reviewing <clears throat> or revising. Then it's like, how did you feel? Like, mm-hmm. you go more into feeling. Yeah, I think when so. We, mm-hmm. When you review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I like this. That this made me happy. This made me feel yeah. like this, yeah. yeah. And, and then... <laughs> and then it's, like, all about going more deep. So it's not about, like, for example, external things that you can't yeah. change. Or it's more about, like, uh, going into yourself and, like, how did I act? And why did I act like that? And, and what you can bring with you. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what learning. Mm. Uh, how do I apply this to my mm. next kind of... So it's all about like digging deeper and go more into like stuff, like how you reacted on things. Uh, yeah, uh, other than like um, external things you can't affect, I think. And it's so important as well because it's so easy to get stuck on that like level where you're just um, 
It's like you're blaming the circumstances. Yeah, yeah, you're blaming the circumstance mm. or just looking at what happened, mm. and then you don't really learn because you the mm. learning happens when you go deep and you look into yourself. Mm. Definitely. And I would say also that all um, because we're uh, all the reflections we have during the modules, uh, they're also really helpful. And I often regret that we don't have more reflections at the end of a project because it always gives me a lot. So that's something. That's something. My first learning from. I was first. just gonna say yeah. that's a great, <laughs> learning. A great learning. I think we've all had mm. to like listening into this room. Yeah, reflection. Mm. Or, yeah, definitely reflection is so valuable. I started writing myself. Uh, I think that's what I took up more as I started here is the writing, mm. um, writing about how I feel or how what what it actually what kind of impact. I think something I focus personally on is a lot of triggers. Mm. Like what is triggering me? Why am I um, feeling this way about the certain subject? Or why do I get so like I get pissed off, or I just get like so nonchalant about something? Because, and I think that taking those insights and looking inwards is so valuable. Because it's I believe I've developed very much during this time. Mm. I agree. I think sometimes you now got more of a tool. For looking into yourself and I think that's um, yeah I totally agree but I think it's just the thought of that they implemented here making people also realize that just the fact that you can change the circumstances well obviously you can you can always like switch jobs if you don't like it mm. and things mm. like that but it's those subtle small things that like stress for example how you handle that and the way you become and why do you act out like that that's mm. going to be in every like form everywhere in your life maybe so you need to really get to the bottom of how you react and why mm. and i would also say like attitude wise because if you're always like um if you're always like mad about okay the lecture is not good uh, yeah i don't like the school then i mean then there's not so much like you get out of it so if you change your attitude, perhaps you will find a better way of uh, um, learning. Because yeah, it gives you the the perspective. I think that's mm. what it is. When you when you start looking at it, you start looking at the differences around it, and from there you can actually see like, or I don't think it's much about blaming the circumstances any more than it is how do I adapt mm. to yeah. to this, these kind of circumstances. Um, one of the biggest, I mean, for me, I think what what I learned during, like in general, over this period is, uh, I've realized purpose is very important for my kind of um, what I do, and I think it's something a lot of people share, or like the meaning of things is really like if I'm doing something that I find doesn't have purpose, then it it it, yeah, it just uh, there's no motivation for me, totally. and that's when we've been doing different kinds of projects I think I've been focusing on that value of what is the purpose of this um, product that we're creating or what is it like why do we some people might want to help or like it doesn't have to necessarily be that it's this um, humane kind of like or mm-hmm. you're looking at it as we're saving humanity um, I, I for me personally it is something I want to I want to effectivize or um, make our so-called whole collective uh, grow but I think 
as long as you have a purpose, is it the purpose is like, okay, I'm going to be working out to um, look great or feel healthy. Mm-hmm. There's totally different purposes. But as long as you start finding those purposes, that's when it really matters to me. Um, or that's when I really can do something. But is that on a personal level? That's definitely on a personal level for me. But I think it's something that I've realized in a general that people need that. Um, I find understanding it... the value, I guess. Yeah, and I totally agree hmm. because I find it uh, hard sometimes. Not everyone um, is as good as you on that. Maybe no, no. it's it's and it's an awesome like uh, learning from Hyper Island as well. Like prof- personally, but also like professionally, uh, I find it hard to. Uh, working groups here sometimes that you want because I'm the same I'm like striving to find a purpose with like every project or you know but sometimes it's that uh, it's hard you really have to actively be that person mm. and get that learning mm. to be like I actively have to see the purpose because otherwise again you fall back to be like no I I don't see the meaning of this, so why would I put my energy in it? But I think one thing that I learned that is key from Hyper Island is acceptance and communication, I think, about those things as well, because I'm also very purpose-driven. But if if you're in a group or a situation where people have different purposes and different needs, but we, as we learn here that you start off with kind of communicating that, then I feel like it's kind of easy to work around as well because I understand and then I don't have to get like triggered by someone else maybe because that person has another purpose than I have. It's still like you can accept it in a different way because in reflections, etc. you talked about it. <laughs> yeah. No, because I think those are great tools because it's the same when you're working. I mean, you won't have the same motivation as your colleagues. So always. Because I, I don't know. That saved me so much energy just accepting mm. Definitely. It's the, the understand. Also, the I think when you do reflect in a group, seeing those expectations of people or what mm-hmm. they what are what is driving them. As soon as you start understanding people, you start understanding the actions, mm-hmm. and yeah. that is one yeah. of those things I'm definitely bringing along with me, because a, a lot of workplaces there's not enough communication on actually how people feel about a subject, mm-hmm. because people assume, and there's a great saying. Uh, if you assume something, you're making an ass out of you and me. Or yeah. assumption is the mother yeah. of all fuck-ups. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> and yeah. I think that is one thing that I really push, because there's yeah. always these assumptions. And, I mean, we have it in our class as well. That's uh, We have different expectations that we haven't really um, shared, and that kind of makes the, the, the culture of the class as well. It can... It changes, of course. And I mm-hmm. think as soon as you lay out those foundations, that kind of acceptance yeah. is much easier to embrace. And then also another thing I've been thinking of <coughs> is that really to drop just being professional. Like I kind of had that approach earlier as well, but there's really no, like when people talk about you have your professional life and your personal life, they really, I mean, they go together. Like, so you better just share how you're feeling personally with the team you're in. (laughs) No, to make it flow. Because otherwise you'd be sitting there thinking about an argument you had with your boyfriend or something. 
which will affect your day instead of just having 10 minutes in the morning where it's just like, okay, today it's not a super good day, but I'm here mm. with chickens and those things. Yeah, so just, I totally agree. Yeah. And I think the culture of it's okay to share your mood and also to have that set, like 10 minutes in the morning you meet a group and you share your mood. Um, just like setting that standard has been really giving to me because then you immediately open up for um, yeah, everyone to be able to come with whatever they have in their mind. And as long as that, that is out there, you can start focusing on what you're supposed to do. And people will also understand you if you're not great or, or if you are great. Yeah, exactly. So, and you leave it there in the morning, as you said, so that yeah. you can focus. That's just like check-ins and check-outs. I think it's an amazing tool mm. that I will bring with me for my entire life. Mm. It's so good. And I think writing on that, like the, the difference between professional and personal, I think something to, that I've learned is like we're all human beings. We're, mm-hmm. We all have the same kind of lives no matter what yeah. position. You might have a role as a CEO, but that person is still a human being mm-hmm. and they have the same kind of everyday life problems as anybody else mm-hmm. can have. And I think that has taught me, before I was a bit like I had this, kind of idea that somebody who has reached that level is like or it's yeah I saw it as levels back Mm -hmm. in the days and today I I don't see that it's not as far away and that I can Mm -hmm. approach like if I went and met the king of Sweden I would just treat him like any human being um it wouldn't be like oh king here Uh, like I'm gonna bow down to you and all that it's like (laughs) I think that because that would, that's what, yeah, that's what we do done. here. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> we do. We bow. Uh, yeah. And I, I, was, I was at the opera, and suddenly the king came, and everybody started singing. I didn't even know there was an opera or there was a song for the king what? entering what? the room. Singing? Yeah, that's just yeah. I didn't know that. Either. I had no clue. So I was standing there like an idiot. Meanwhile, the rest were. Like, You're like I'm hyper. Yeah. <laughs> were you the only one sitting down? No. I didn't know. <laughs> I stood up as well as a because I noticed everybody else was, but like. I think that kind of like I wouldn't I don't think you need to put people in a higher like just treat mm. people like equals equals and that mm. everybody can mm. be really your friend you sure you can be a bit more professional but more careful towards yeah. it's like meeting a new person you're a bit careful but there's, there's no like this <sighs> smiling and laughing and just like relaxing around people in different roles mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a problem I also, um, something that I think I'm going to take with me in one of my learnings is uh, I worked a, a lot with projects before, and but what I really like is our wrap-up sessions too, Yeah. because I think it's so important to have that full day, and that is including reflections and feedback, because it's a nice way to tie, tie up the bag. So everyone can just like ventilate as well. If there is something that's been going on during a project and you haven't really had the time or you feel like, oh, I could have done more or I should have done this or, you know, whatever it is, it's a great like day to just like land in everything and just like accept and be happy over the outcomes and what you created together as a team. So I think it's a, a great way to have that like celebration. I I, uh, I totally agree, and I I think that's something I learned about myself and uh, these months 
that I really strive to always have balance in my life and the wrap up sessions in each or wrap up days in each module where we have a whole day where we reflect and give each other feedback and uh, also think about what we've learned Mm. and what we could have done differently. I mean, that has been really valuable for me because when you're striving for balance in your life, trying to uh, also perhaps get some good closure to to different chapters or different things you do, that's... uh, um, just a great tool because then you can sort of close the book and move on instead of having something lingering and uh, not really finish what you do. Uh, so always reflect on what you have done and what you take with you. I think that is something I will continue doing. Um, For sure. Yeah. And also kind of hang on to that as well with feedback is also something I learned <laughs> yeah. how important is to give like constructive feedback both positive and negative but although I don't think negative is usually necessary it's more like I would like to see you do more of this is better than saying I would like to see less of this but (laughs) (laughs) in general I think it's yeah but for me personally I can be so hard on myself so when I see something I've done I just see the 10 things I could have done better Mm. and it's so so nice when someone you've been working closely with then on that project is like well this was great um or just with like how you are as well like when you do this you make me feel like that and I think it's such a strong tool just to also to build like a team spirit but also I think it's a great tool because it also makes it like me realize that you shouldn't be afraid of giving feedback because I think also feedback can be considered as a taboo because it is a nicer word for constructive criticism pretty much Mm -hmm. absolutely and constructive criticism Mm -hmm. sounds so much more more like bad than feedback so I think it teaches, it's taught me to be like, it's okay to give feedback. And I love how they've given us different, like, like Emma said, if when you do this, you make me feel, or we have like, stop, uh, start and continue, or um, I would like to see more of this. And I would, one thing, one thing I, I think you can do yeah. better. And, or, and then also we have, uh, another one where you sit you take a chair and you sit towards the wall and then everyone gets to talk behind your back oh that I, one's amazing I, yeah, I, I thought it was that. super scary the yeah. first time so I was like what are they going to say and there's like you can't really protect yourself but it's so so nice just sitting like a fly on the wall third person listening yeah. to yourself or listening to a group talking about you but they're acting like you're not there exactly. and they're just talking like yeah that's what I love. They like flip all these bad things because usually it's like <coughs> talking behind behind someone's back. That's a bad thing. Mm. But here, it could be a good thing. Well, we make <coughs> it into a good thing. Like we would talk about Emma like if she wasn't in the room. Like, oh, I really like Emma because she always makes me smile and says good things. And she's really effective in a group and can see everyone. And it's like it gives you an extra energy boost. Mm. 
But yeah. also the part of like not being able to control or be like be able to intervene. I think that's been very challenging because I've always been um, afraid of losing control or what everyone thinks of me. And you always you always have the need of defending yourself if you get like uh, yeah any hear something about yourself. It's not so easy to just let go and just like yeah yeah thank you for that feedback. So that's been a p- big part of my learnings, just to accept that it's really nice to have feedback and it's really helping me towards something and it's okay to lose control about like that. Um, you can't really you can't really know or decide what people can, will think of you. It's yeah. like yeah. No, and you, sorry, no, but you get to know yourself better as well because you see parts of yourself that maybe you didn't think about. Yeah. Or like, yeah, or e- even notice, but someone else sees it, and you're like, "Wow, I actually do that." Like, whether it's good or bad, it's, it's just information, and it's like, "Oh, okay." And I think that is so valuable, like awareness or that yeah. knowledge of not the the unknown that you might not be seeing at the moment. And I think one thing that I also get from the feedback is one thing that stuck in my mind was that <laughs> feedback is a gift, mm-hmm. and you yeah. choose what to do with it. You can choose to accept that gift. Uh, or you just like you can open that box or you just throw it out um, and it's up to you how you use it um, exactly yeah because I've had some feedback where I felt like okay maybe that's not so accurate according to how I see consider it, yeah. see the situation or myself but then it's just like the way you learn to receive feedback as well here is like if you have a question of course, of course you can ask it like how did you mean otherwise you just say thank you and then as you said Chris you just like take the parts you want and the other ones you just leave yeah. Because it also like enables you to reflect more. Because it can be yeah. things like you're like, no, I don't agree, and then you start thinking about it. It's like maybe I do a little bit of, yeah. like, maybe it actually that is true, and uh, I think totally. that's that's what it's just it's it's value in so many ways, and I think people are afraid of that, uh, and something one kind of learns to, yeah, to embrace, I guess, too, and appreciate, uh, yeah, appreciate, really appreciate. And that's also why it's so important building like the foundation of trust in the beginning as well of a group or project because then it's also you know the feedback is coming from a good place no matter what it is. For me, that's super important. Yeah, because I think that's one thing that might go wrong otherwise when yeah like uh, a stranger yeah no but you've been working at a workplace or whatever but you're not really. Um, you don't have the frames. Yeah, and you're not that feedback. connected, maybe. And then you have a team day, and you're supposed to do something fun. And give, it's not the same thing. Like, but if you have the foundation of trust, it's mm-hmm. really nice. And I think at, in the situation like that, where it's like you don't have that foundation from the start, I would probably like initially think you don't know me. Mm-hmm. You know, I would go into like the, that defense mode again. But like, I agree with Emma. Like, it's so important to build up that trust first. To be like, yeah, she actually knows me and I accept what you say as well. Because mm. I trust you and you would never try to say anything that hurts me. Exactly. Only to like build me up. And by, I think that's like by using this, you kind of don't create those kind of behind the back scenarios mm. yeah. uh, that you can see in some um, some workplaces. Definitely. And I think that because you're always honest with it and you can always like, you're open to the idea of, okay, I can receive both negative or positive. But if you have a problem, it's like it can be talked out. And going back mm-hmm. to the wrap-ups, that's something I think is so, so important. Mm-hmm. Because, like, sitting with 
like there are a lot of people who can be sitting with these um I mean grudges forever. Um and it could have been the smallest little thing and it could have been a misunderstanding. And that's mm-hmm. what Yeah. I just I feel like I just want to talk more or want, want to be more honest in like every <laughs> single place and um, so whoever wants to talk to Chris, okay. <laughs> he just wants to talk. I just want to talk all the time. Big yeah. number, <laughs> big fluffy cloud. <laughs> no, but it's really true, Chris. And also, like when you have this like elephant in the room, which is also it's so often there, like mm. in different uh, rooms in your life or scenarios. Yeah, but if you can just like avoid that from the beginning. For example, if I'm a person that don't like working in a mess and it really gets me annoyed. Instead of just waiting till someone leaves the place a mess and then I'm just super annoyed, I can say it from the start and it's not an issue. But it's like we're not used to communicating needs either, really. Like It's such an odd thing because I think everybody has a need of some sort. Yeah. And you can't find out about that. Or Of course you can find out like in later stages when that person becomes pissed off at yeah. you. Yeah. But you can avoid that easily. By just communicating that, so that's what I've noticed when we work. Uh, we have like cross programs here, so we we work with different mm. programs and meet new people you've never, you might have not talked to, you might have seen them and said hi, but not really gotten to know them. And as we start off with our, we have this point of departure where we discuss these needs or how we're su- how we're supposed to do something. A point of departure to explain is just like a document yeah. of. Uh, Guidelines, I guess. Of guidelines yeah. of how you set the ground foundation of your teamwork. How will we work? And things like that. You Ex- should set expectations. Yeah. 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 And that is so valuable, I think. Because that, then you can, like, we have these three days or one week um, projects. And when it's that short projects with a stranger, it you, you understand them in a whole different way. Yeah, and it's also about, that's also where you set, like, where you find the purpose for the project. I mean... Do I want to change the world and someone else build a nice portfolio or the other way around? Then we know and we're going to be working for five days. Like, so you just make sure everyone's on the same track. And it takes like one hour and it changes everything. Yeah. It's really helpful. Yeah. I was thinking of one other thing that I've learned um, apart from these tools. Um, and that is that... There is not one way of doing stuff, which I perhaps thought before I began at Hyper, um, or not specifically, but um, I've learned that, for example, if when a lecturer comes in and says, this is how to do it, then another lecturer can come in and say something completely opposite. And uh, the way Hyper does it is that we always get people from the industry to come in, uh, and that's for me has been very valuable to see that okay and also on the personal level to see that okay if you're and not if you don't want to if you're not interested in twitter for example uh you don't need to use that uh for your personal branding if you're not uh, and there's like you can find your own ways of uh, for example getting a job or you don't need to follow one single line of this is what you should do and i think like that thinking goes like all the way. You have always different things to uh, ways of do things, and that's something I've learned, uh, and that calms me a lot uh, nowadays. That's good. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if it calms me at the same time. 
<laughs> it does, but it it makes me just as confused. Yeah, um, I think that's <laughs> sure <quite> that <laughs> because yes, there is no right way to do things. There are so many ways to do it. I think that that conception of right and wrong is starting to disappear from my own personal mind. I like I don't know what right and wrong is anymore, <laughs> um, and I kind of like that because it's something I've always thought as like younger. I was always like this: like why why is there supposed to be a right way and there's a wrong way? Aren't there just different paths? Mm. And it's exciting. At the same time, it's terrifying. I think. Yeah, like the, where is it gonna take us? Yeah, yeah it widens what, everything. What if, what if, like, I have this mindset of there's no right and wrong, and this is kind of like all I know. We're talking about learning, so now I'm gonna talk a, a little bit just about like a concern, like coming out in the real world to be like this fluffy cloud of there's no <laughs> right and wrong and so let's do feedback and reflection guys yeah. and like and people are like oh this is the way we do it and this is the way it should be done i probably won't be employed at a job that has that mindset but i also feel i'm worried that do i sound like someone that doesn't have any you know, standpoints, because I don't think that anything is right. I don't think that anything is wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I think it, it's about looking, for, like, what we learn is look for solutions. Yeah. Um, these opportunities, it's up to us to choose to take them. Uh, at least that's how I, I've been looking at a lot of the, the thing, the projects we've been doing. Like, it's really up to us to, like, okay, there's no right or wrong way about it, as long as we produce something that we believe is both of value for the, I mean, for the, whoever the client is. And when it comes to going into a workplace, like, there is, we've had a steering committee in different kind of industries that created this program, and none of them has said that they want a normal business student. And I think we're a bit like hippie business people yeah. in one way. <laughs> But I think that is one of the things that is changing a lot. I think it is definitely needed to have that more, um, human approach to things and uh, understanding failure and I think that's something I'm going to bring with me that hopefully you can change in some workplaces but one thing that I've learned is the value of myself that now that a lot of us are really early into looking at our internships yeah. um, our program manager just had to push up the, like our push up the uh, lecture that she was going to have on internship it was supposed <laughs> to be in what a few months time but we're kind of ahead in that and yeah. when I've been looking at internships at the beginning of the year I was thinking oh my god I have to look for internships already me too yeah <laughs> but then I just thought okay what are the what companies are cool to work at what is this and but I didn't really think about where do I feel that I will develop where do I feel that I will have some kind of purpose in this when I feel at home or what kind of value giving that value to myself is definitely something I've learned too. So, so I just want to tie back to right and wrong but also connects to that with like your purpose because yeah. you know your purpose and they kind of tell what a right and a wrong way is for you yeah but then also being here you kind of find your own way like this works for me so maybe like yeah nothing else is wrong but I know if I get to work like this in this way then that's better for me yeah. and also just I just feel like it's not about judging yeah that other people do it differently and i think it's about like if because every workplace have a certain way of doing doing stuff 
And it's not about right or wrong, it's just like they do things differently from place to place. And I think if you go into a place with an open mindset that things can always be done differently, I think we have an advantage there because we we can always see things from a different perspective. And perhaps we can change things towards that direction mm-hmm. or we can influence or just influence the way we work ourselves. Uh, and that's... I see as an advantage when coming out of a hyper, but I'm <laughs> I'm not more sure of what I'm going to do because <laughs> it's like uh, yeah everything has been more wide <coughs> uh, after coming to hyper, uh, <laughs> so it's like more possibilities now and that's that can be frightening. Of course, yeah. But it's also nice that you see that you can change things, kind of yeah. like you said, Chris, as well. Like, <clears throat> sorry, but if you don't. Like, if it's not like, I want to become a project manager at this or that agency. It's more like, okay, I want to work in this way. I want to change this. Where where can I find that, like, that position? I think that's really nice. Instead of looking for something that exists, you can kind of create, okay, really, what do I want to do? And what do I want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. That can, that's really nice. And I think that's the healthy way of seeing it, too. Yeah, in the long run. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have the same kind of 40-year-old crisis that some people have like when they realize like they've only been working this job for the money. Yeah. I think that's like now I can actually start reflecting on what is it I want to change or yeah. what is I want to change with either me or with the world or just those close by. And uh, that's one of those quotes that we have here at Hyper, lead the change. Yeah. And I think it really, <laughs> when I was thinking of lead change first I thought it was like okay we're gonna do drastic kind of yeah. or not drastic but bigger changes but we're gonna save the world yeah kind of like that they were like you get into that mindset and what I've realized is to save the world is to start off small start influencing the people around you and start looking at yourself and how can you influence yourself to help people around you then you might get the opportunity to change things for the better that you believe is for the better in a you might get that position eventually, um, or that opportunity, but doing these small things every day, they give you so much. Mm-hmm. Just like one of those learnings that I really got from the class was you can talk to strangers easily. Um, I think that that approaching people, it was for me, was one of those things that... In the beginning, I, you mean? Or? In the, no, like, yeah, I think I noticed that there were a few driven people who were used to this kind of, like, going up to strangers um, profes- professionally in that sense. Uh, and then, like, this podcast really gave me the yeah. the excuse as well. Like yeah, reaching out. Reaching out yeah. to people. I just people. said it yeah. earlier today. Yeah, <laughs> reaching out to people. And I really love that I can do that now, that I can just go up and talk to somebody in that way and... Um, those kind of people skills are something that you don't always learn. No. And it's something we kind of are forced into, um, which is great. I, I love that. Me too. I still think it's scary, though. Mm. Yeah. So that's something I'm, I, I'm going to work on this spring. Cool. Yeah. And I like that talking about like what you would work on is something and learning as well that we've done here. Is mm-hmm. the, our development wheels, our yeah. personal development wheels. We did it uh, 
kind of in the, in the beginning. Yeah, probably like in the third, like, fourth week or something. Yeah, we did a development wheel, or it's a wheel, and it's like a pie chart. And we put on out this both soft and hard skills, like mm-hmm. for example, like Photoshop or um, cultural management or product management or uh, feedback or pitching, the areas that we want to be good at, so we could note down where we think we are and what level, and then also note down what level we want to be at. So it's a scale of one to ten. Yeah. In each like pie piece. Yeah. You start filling it out, yeah. then a little bit by color, and then that's kind of nice when you. I've been taking pictures of every time I think I've reached mm-hmm. the next step. Yeah. On so then uh, I'll see if I can make a little um, gif of it. See how it <laughs> oh, nice. that would be yeah. really nice. And you're also supposed to put actions to yeah. each and everyone. Like how, how, how are you gonna going reach? To, yeah, reach this. And then before Christmas, we did. Was it before Christmas when we did more of a personal life development? Week? Yeah. Wow, that was a real eye opener for me, and that's when you put in like family, friends, um, home. H- home, health, job, school, and where you're, where you put like the most time and energy, and where you would like to put the most time, and that that development wheel was just like. It was more like how much energy do you allocate to different things? Yeah. What is it you want to do? And I was ashamed of mine. I was really ashamed of mine. But it gives you, like, it gave, really gave me a wake-up call. Of like, wow, this is really where I put my energy? Is this, is this really where I want to put my energy? Mm-hmm. I think that's one of those things that, going back to it again with purpose, but learning what is important to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is actually important here? Mm-hmm. Because that's one of those things I had difficulty here. Like, I've always been, I'm really good at starting projects. I'm not that great at ending them. Um, and then when you come to a place like Hyper, which has so much positive energy, and people, like especially our class, are so proactive when it comes to projects. We create side projects everywhere. Um, and once in a while, somebody's like, oh, do you want to join this project? Or you want to do Like, you hear about it, and you're like, I want to do this. I really want to do yeah. this. And then you realize, like, ah, I don't have the time, the energy, and... It sounds really fun, but I've I have I've ten s- other I've things ten other projects. <laughs> I have to say no to this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I think then you kind of start filtering what is actually important, which projects that I want to go for, or what hackathons do I want to join, and how much time can I put in? Because it really is time consuming. And like when we did this uh, thing before Christmas, like you said, I was a bit sh- ashamed as well that. One thing that I was neglecting a lot were my friends. Mm. Sorry, friends out there, if I still have them. Mine too. Well, yeah. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friends in are in Oslo, so. You get away with it. No. But, but, and mom. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my mom. Yeah. So I think that is uh, really a value. Like, I've, that's a skill that I've been working on here that saying no and that it's okay. Mm. Yeah. But I also feel like this. Because, I mean, we're in our second semester now. Last semester, also, I was doing my development week, and I was like, I have to learn design. And, like, yeah, I think it's nice when things look good, but I'm not going to work as a designer. So, like, why did I put it in there? And and then, also, I mean, I said to my friends that I'm not going to have time to hang out for, like, for a year and a half. No, but... And then, like, time passed by, and in the end of... 
last semester I was so drained and now coming back this semester is like okay but what do I want to focus on like is this side project gonna help with those things or not and if it's like no then it has to go so I think yeah what you said as well with like really like learning to see what you want to do because it's such a luxury problem when everything is fun yeah. But it's oh, yeah. so good to learn to be like, okay, what is... Because I'm also going back now to seeing that. And yeah, I really need to see my friends. My family had two. For me, uh, that's... On a 10 scale, right? Yeah. yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> and it's so important as well. Because uh, I spoke to one of my mentors about it. And that person was like, yeah, because you don't want to wake up when you're 40 and see that you ignored your whole family life. Exactly. And also that it's so easy. Cancel one, you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally dependent on a calendar. Yeah. Um, but what, what the pie chart um, helped me to, to visualize was that if you take something, if you have like 10 at something at school, for example, you may need to take some of that and put it into something else but you can't because you can't have 10 to everything yeah. so like finding that balance in your life a balance between you're uh, you're at school and then you're at home and then you're so i think i think that's really valuable for me to just find a balance where you where, where you like really can relax and then you can work and then you can be with friends and um that has been a value I me. think it's called life balance wheel. Now life, that you said it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holistic yeah. view, right? Yeah. Life balance wheel. Just go for the hippie talk. Yeah. Life balance. I'm saying, I think, I think we should start uh, rounding off this reflection yeah. as, uh, on life balance. I guess it's a. Uh, it's. I'd like to end it up on balance. Yes. <laughs> Let's not go too long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, a little checkout question. We guys wanna. Ooh. What will we will, will we have for lunch? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, what, what about um, what these learnings? How are we going to apply them to our next, like in the future? Oof! Oof deep, big checkout. No, but I'm gonna start with just I'm gonna I'm always gonna use check-ins and check-outs in my meetings because I don't think it's too fluffy. It's easy to understand, easy to grasp, easy to do. Changes everything. <laughs> no, but I think it's. Yeah, it's on point, and I don't think it will. If people are afraid of being hippie-ish, I don't think they have to be with that one. So, yeah, that's it. Check out. I'm gonna bring the importance of feedback and creating that culture of being able to give feedback because I really believe it brings a lot of trust mm. into a culture and an openness, and that's something I'm gonna push a lot, no matter where. I'm going to bring the fact that, or try to bring at least, uh, the fact that uh, you can do things uh, differently and there is not only one way to do stuff and I will try to implement that when I search for internships and stuff like that and try to find my own way of uh, finding out what do I want to do and um, where do I want to go and not think of others but think of myself because I'm the one going out there and going into myself and finding that balance in my life that I need to do that. Check out. And I will bring with me 
on a personal level the life balance wheel. And on a more professional level, I will bring with me the wrap-up sessions, definitely, in any teamwork I will do, which is, which is for life. <laughs> Check out. So if you guys want to continue or if you have more questions about like how reflections go on or what we're actually learning here, um, you can always reach our Twitter channel. It's at TalksHyper. They're also listed us for their, our Twitters if you want to continue that conversation. Yeah. Tweet us. Tweet us. And yeah. So long. So long. So have long. a great day. Bye. HyperTalks. 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 HyperTalks.